My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Today on Shack House, we're going to talk all things Farmers Insurance Open. From that long playoff between Jason Day and Alex Noren to the great J.B. Holmes taking his sweet time on the 18th hole. And of course, the return of Tiger Woods. But first... A word about Callaway's Rogue Driver and Fairway Woods that were put into play already last week by Alex Noren to great success. Even though he lost on that sixth hole of sudden death, what a performance by him. Very much on our master's radar, I think, House. Now, about Alex and his Rogue. He went Rogue after a little bit of testing, tweaking with the tour reps. I saw him out there. He was grinding away. He put the Rogue Sub-Zero driver, the nine degree. Uh, and you know how sets got those two interchangeable weight locations for spin and trajectory control. I, I know all about those. I yeah. have Shaq I, last week. As, Are you as a sub zero? You're not a sub zero. No, I'm not sub zero, but mm-hmm. I am the, the rogue draw driver, 22 yards oh. of draw. You know what that 22 yards of draw means for me? Straight ball oh, grabs, nice. grabs the ball that wants it to go 22 yards to the right and brings it back to the middle. Do you have track man data to back that up? Something like that. You can ask oh, Callaway's okay. own Corey Newman. He patted me on the back. Ooh, very nice. Well, congratulations. But about Alex Noren, I mean, as great as your game is, he uses the orange <laughs> orange Sensei 60TX shaft. Sensei. I have to get into one of those. I don't know. Yeah, he's I got the 15. That's three. not for us, I don't think. Or it's not for no, me. No, no, no. That's for a guy who has unbelievable club head speed. And boy, did he hit some beautiful wood shots down the stretch. So he uses the fairway wood. Granted, it did trickle back into the pond, uh, but he had the jailbreak. You know, imagine if he didn't have the jailbreak, it probably would have been in the middle of the lake. But he uh, he played such a beautiful shot in the playoff this morning. What a bummer. Anyway, and so the big thing for him with these new clubs, ball flight changed, carry distance increased. He's got all sorts of cool stuff going on the uh, on the tweaks. And of course, finally, House, the numbers backed it up. 322 off the tee per drive during the third round, and he averaged 302 for the week. That's the Callaway Rogue for Alex Noren. Go to CallawayGolf.com. Check out those Rogue Woods. And now let's go to the Shack House. House greetings from a hot, hot Southern California, where I think we're going to have a few hot takes today on the Farmers Insurance Open and a few other things going on in the game. How you doing? Is it literally hot in Southern California right now? Oh, geez. It's like 87 in Santa Monica. (laughs) damn it. I mean, I... I It is hot. I don't like to curse in the first 10 seconds of the broadcast, but I mean, there's there's the forecast here in in, uh, the DMV. There's, There's flurries and, you know, maybe a... Uh, rush hour mess mm. tomorrow morning and all the rest of it. It's a, it's a, you enjoy that. I mean, I was in Orlando last week hitting balls out of the driving range, and now I'm back. I guess it's okay. I live in a place with four seasons, so that's the trade off. Right, 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 right. Keep telling yourself that. That's that's we hear that all the time out here. So you saw our uh, our seasonal win that usually comes in the fall. 
the the hot Santa Ana win that uh, made play pretty wacky on the last day at Torrey Pines and turned that golf course into a, a, a one with the prevailing ocean breeze to everything blowing towards the ocean and baking everything out. It was... Uh, it made for a, a pretty wild final round. I have a question for you with you yeah. being there all four days. Uh, some of the social media observations I was seeing um, suggested that the conditions had the course playing in a, in a, in a sort of U.S. Open kind of uh, mode. Do you, do you agree with that? Well, I would say before the wind, yes. Uh, and obviously the wind just made things more extreme. We actually don't get much wind in June when the U.S. Opens play there and when they played it. In 2008, there was very little wind. It was fog and uh, typical June gloom kind of weather. But yeah, the the golf course was in uh, impeccable condition. But it was it was as fast. Several players said it was as fast as they'd ever seen it. So the ball was running a little bit in the fairways, but it was the greens, the the the, the firmness and the speed of the greens. It was incredible. I mean, I saw I heard balls hit the green from the when you were standing in the fairway when a guy had hit a shot, and uh, so that tells you it was it was brutal. And then the rough was just overseeded rye with Kikuya that was so dense. So yeah, it was it was um major championship worthy and uh, in terms of difficulty if if you like that kind of setup. I personally don't like that kind of rough and uh that kind of narrowness and all that stuff, but uh that's what people like and I like uh, it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah. I enjoyed watching that tournament very much. Yeah, well, it ended up being a great finish, but the the only issue with it can be when you get that it, it's sort of that car race where the last person not to crash wins, and 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 mercifully, it sort of sorted itself out there uh, on the final nine, and then we got our our playoff eventually uh, between Palmer Day and uh, Norin, but we lost Ryan Palmer early on, and and it was a uh, they had to come back this morning because they ran out of light, and 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 uh, <laughs> so we can discuss why that happened. Personally, I feel like part of the the the, um, the side effect of that high rough. And the extreme speed and firmness of the greens, uh, extreme might be a little strong. The, the, they were very firm and fast. It made it a, a near six-hour round on Sunday And you throw in the, when you threw in the Santa Ana wind. So uh, it is a golf course that takes a very long time to play when it's playing tough like that. And, and so those who wanted to see the red carpet walk-up show uh, for the Grammys were, were deprived of, of a half hour of pageantry and brilliant uh, interview thoughts. Well, nearly all of that 30 minutes was consumed by the the last group being out of position. Because if that group had been in position where they were, you know, they were a full hole and a half behind the group in front of them, right? Uh, only at the end did they fall egregiously behind. They were they were on the group in front of them a good portion of the day. It just bogged down there there late. Mostly probably because JB Holmes uh, tends to tends to really slow down when when he feels uh, uncomfortable, as we saw in excruciating fashion. We'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, no, it was just an overall slow round for everybody. Just just tough tough conditions, and uh, you know when the wind switches like that and it's hot and dry, the ball uh, it's so dry that you just it just changes flight characteristics and and then changes holes. I mean the the par three third down the hill was a was a sand wedge, but uh, it was still hard to hit the green, and and then you also you also had a three hole three group backup. Well, that was because that of CT Pan making an eight on that hole, and that really skewed the entire experience for, for the rest of the day for everybody. That was you know uh, the guys coming around from the from the you know the backside, the guys who started on ten and that came around, and the guys on the front right. side. I mean, it just ended up being a total logjam. Yeah, yeah, it was a mess, but. Um, fantastic week for Jason Day, who wasn't even sure he was going to play the event. Then he skipped the Pro-Am. I told you he looked great when he was playing with Tiger on Tuesday, but um, I would not have thought to back him just based on the fact that he didn't feel like the back was 100% in the Pro-Am. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You so said naturally that to me. We, we were talking to each other on Wednesday. I had constructed a lineup. It had Jason Day in it. You said to me, he is... Uh, he has interrupted his pro am round yeah, because his back is I'm, no. Well, I'm taking no, the blame. you weren't the only one. And then it was reported that he had a sore back Thursday, and that he was considering possibly pulling out before Friday. And then yeah. he went and shot sixty four on Friday. So <laughs> I think he was happy that he didn't pull out. Yeah, yeah. Thirty of fifty six fairways, forty nine of seventy two greens. Yeah, uh, I didn't. And then the, I think the scary part at least for me, for uh, his peers, 
would be that uh, I saw him hit a lot of putts that just didn't even come close to starting on the right line. And when Jason Day is winning and playing well, he's usually putting incredibly well. So that bodes very well for him if he gets the the putter going and he's doing something like this, winning with uh, with a so-so putter. Now, speaking of putting, House uh, Alex Noren, who who lost, I I just cannot uh, say enough about how impressed I was with how well he played those greens on the first time he's ever played that tournament. You know, Jason Jason misread some putts pretty badly, and, and he's played there and and won there. And here comes Alex Noren, first time at at Torrey Pines, and. Uh, my gosh, on those four and five footers, he was just a machine. And those green, those are not easy four and five footers on those greens. Now, a few of the players talk about how bumpy they are. The greens were impeccable this year. They were the best I've ever seen them. The ball was barely bouncing. And he just, he he was fearless on those. And that, of course, made me run to go see how his master's odds were holding up with this run. I figured he'd drop it, but he re- remained it uh, through today at 90 to one in the uh, master's futures. And you hit the ball that well, that long, and putt that well. You're you're uh, you're the, you're the man. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be playing well at Augusta. Do we so. know anything about his schedule in the run up to to the Masters? We don't. Okay, so we don't uh, know whether he's whether here. he's gonna do some more events here in the U.S. or not. No, and uh, that's something when we 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 were hoping to get him on if he won today on the Shack House, but uh, we will get him on I think pretty soon. But my understanding is he's he's here to to uh, get a little better acclimated and uh, just to, uh, you know, he talked about it in his interviews, just to see some different courses, some more difficult courses. Uh, you know, there was a lot of griping in Europe last week that the that the Dubai uh, setup was way too easy. I think the cut was minus five. And there were players who were unhappy with that. They didn't get the challenge they liked. And he's over here trying to get uh, some challenge, some diversity on on his schedule. So he is playing this week in in Phoenix. And I think that, uh, it's a wise strategy. You know, the masters is just not that far away. It sneaks up on you. And, uh, it's, it's been proven that if you have a a strong West coast swing, you can, you can contend there. So, uh, that too is, is his best start in, uh, 36 starts on the PGA tour. Yeah. First shack house masters, uh, guidance of the season. A little taste on Norin if he's anywhere near that 90. Anything above 75 to 1, give that guy a taste. Absolutely, yeah. Allocate. Just take a 20 and put it down there. That's, you know, that's two six-packs of, of fancy 50, beer. Three six-packs yeah. of the good of the cheap stuff. So anything else before we get to, uh, before we just completely dump on J.B. Holmes about the uh, the farmers? Anything you you you, you saw in the, in the broadcast or in the uh, the play that you feel the need to opine on? Well, I, I will say I, I thought CBS did a pretty good job. The There was criticism uh, early in the rounds about, you know, the balance between Tiger and mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the guys in the lead. But uh, mm. I thought on, on balance, the only guy that I wanted to see more of, um, and, and he didn't do anything to really warrant uh, – you know, some some prime footage was Leishman because Leishman was was on the front page of the leaderboard um, for a little bit at seven under, um, and I don't I don't think I saw a single shot of his during mm. the day. I I was happy that they gave Tony Finau a lot of coverage, and he was you'll recall one of my uh, horses when we talked last week. Um, he fell apart, and I didn't. They didn't show a lot of coverage of him falling apart, uh, and so I'm not sure exactly what the diagnostics are. But um, that, that's that's all I can come up with in terms of a criticism. I thought the broadcast they hung in there for as long as it went, and then the flip over to the Golf Channel was pretty seamless. Um, it didn't take the standard half hour, you know, that we have to experience. Oh, for God! Are you kidding me? We were sitting <laughs> the college basketball game at at noon. I know. My my colleague John Strage said fifty two seconds, and I said, "What do you think?" He goes, five minutes to take that." It took ten. Yeah, it took ten minutes to play fifty two seconds. Right, it's, it's agonizing. It's awful. Yeah. It's just a tradition unlike any other. Anyway, <laughs> um, I didn't. I was not impressed with the new top tracer fairway view. I, I'm thrilled that they're trying that. I love the one, of course, that gives you the golf hole tracer yeah. uh, you know the split screen yep. but the 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 fairway view is so far back and so wide 
I I don't quite, it's not too effective to me. But again, it's still more effective than no tracer because you do immediately know where that ball is starting to curve and uh, more so than what the, the on-course announcer can give you, the reporter. So it, it is productive that way. Yeah. You want to get to, to uh, JB? Yes. Great American than he is. Right. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that was special. Do we do we need to set this up, or do we trust that most people are aware that it took him four minutes and ten seconds to play his uh, second shot on the 18th hole? He was two back. That's it. That's that's the only setup that that's you it. need. He needed eagle. That's the story. He need, yeah, he needed eagle, and he and he and he laid up after four minutes and ten seconds of uh, scintillating. Well, back and forth with the caddy and and. Pulling clubs and scratching his beard, and and uh, you could have run almost two Kentucky Derbies in that time. <laughs> you could have easily run the world record mile. There was some great stats Morning Drive put up on the screen today. So, so I have a question for yeah. you because I'm House, not I'm not yes. in the golf media. Did did he apologize today? No, no. Has there been any indication from him or anybody in his camp any self uh, recognition that? Uh, what what occurred there might might have been slightly out of order. I am going to pull up his Twitter page just in case uh, there is that slight chance that he took to the old the Twitter. No, no, yeah, he hasn't tweeted since uh, last year. Yeah, well, he so he should uh, he should no. delete he should delete his account. I mean, because the 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 vitriol that I saw just from responses from from golf fans that were directed you know that were responses to what folks in the media were saying and some other players chimed in as well it was almost there were a couple people defending jb like you know oh it what's four minutes that's not very long and and oh you he has a lot at stake those oh, that was the sentiment yeah. but it was you know 95 percent. well what is going on here this is the most disrespectful thing imaginable yeah. Uh, and he made the wrong decision, which just it it's it's so confounding, so confusing. I I I, I saw a comment, uh, and now I don't. Now I'm not taking responsibility for this, but um, mm-hmm. it it felt a little appropriate, even though it's unkind. Somebody Uh-oh. observed, you know, we 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 know that JB had brain. All right, yeah, what's the comment? <laughs> JB had brain surgery, but we didn't realize it was uh. a lobotomy. <laughs> Okay, not too soon, I don't think. I mean, look, he failed the challenge. He's he the one comment that he made afterwards was he he pursued a course of action that he thought was giving him the best chance to win, which means he he and his caddy are utterly incapable of comprehending basic math. They they have these guys and 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 whatever approach to the world that they undertake. And you would think that a guy who was confronted with a with a with an existential crisis might have an intuition for handling proper risk assessment. He he chose a course of action that was dramatically worse for his odds than than what everybody expected him to do, which is hit whatever club he's comfortable with at, at from 2.30 on or near the green and try and make eagle. Instead, he's, he, he deliberately he claimed that he wanted to lay up well, because he had a better chance of holding out f- from, from the fairway with his third shot. That's, that's preposterous. The, the odds of that are, are incomprehensibly, incomprehensibly and infinitesimally yeah. small compared <laughs> to getting onto the yeah. green. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, yes, and did it. It took four minutes to do it. So that, that's, um, that's a product, though, uh, as you know, uh, of, of a few things. A few players noted that a lot of sports psychologists tell players that they, they should not hit until they feel ready. And this was the, this happens more often than you think. It's just that it was the most blatant example imaginable because it was at the end of the golf tournament. Alex Noren was, preparing to go for the green and two he is a saint for having to sat through that and he still hit a beautiful shot he absolutely blew it over the green but he got up and down and did what he had to do and and did not uh uh, hit in the water and uh so it didn't freeze him out necessarily at least he never gave that indication i don't know from that position yeah he's a gentleman so he he didn't say i mean he he might we watched him birdie the hole three more times after that yeah this is true from from that position or or you know a little worse so but the bigger issue is that the rules give you 45 seconds and that's not ever enforced 
And JB is not consistently slow, like Ben Crane, who's just rude all the time. JB is only rude as he starts thinking and, and worrying or whatever is going through his head uh, when he's when he's in contention. So we see that side of him. I've seen him where he plays at a very nice clip, and then he bogs down. So he was thinking too much, and the rules are such that uh, nobody ever really uh, enforces that 45-second rule. And so they get bad times, but then if they get enough bad times, at the end of the year, they pay a fine based on the number of times they get. But Tim Fincham issued an ultimatum many years ago that put uh, the scare and the the rules officials to really, truly go after those those people who are offenders on the on the uh, multiple bad times and and to actually uh, issue stroke penalties. And that's ultimately the biggest problem that. That you have to you have to hit the guys with penalty shots, or else they don't change the way they go about their business. So we got it in the most embarrassing way when there were millions of people tuning in and watching golf, and maybe who don't normally watch golf, and had to see that. And you could hear it. And Faldo and Nance were just brutal. They were they were annoyed. Uh, properly so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To my way of thinking, he effectively gave out a penalty stroke because that the time that he took. And his reaction to the weather, it appeared that Norin changed his course of action. I thought Norin took Maybe. out that two hybrid in the first place uh, and then replaced it with with the three wood after, you know, being subjected to what I what amounted to an, an ice out. And so mm. no, all Norin had to do was was birdie that hole if he'd hit the the two hybrid. You know, which uh, by yardage should have been fifteen yard yards shorter. That that seems like what he was hitting it uh, in each of the playoff uh, holes yeah. that he he hit it. It would have been at the top of the green in two, and that's a two putt to win the tournament. And D- JB deprived him of that opportunity. This is the thing I understand, like the sort of gray area that is, and the and the practice that has developed. It's it's unappealing, and it's not very good for television, but I get like the slow play kind of thing and how that has become kind of standardized. The piece of it that I can't get my head around and that I think is is the true violation and, and the true, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, the thing that deserves criticism from his peers, it was so disrespectful. It yeah, was so yeah. out of touch with the moment and the playing yeah. the guys that he was he was standing there with. Yeah, no, he's oblivious to it, and that's. But most of the slow guys are that way, you know. And then Jimmy Walker chimed in on Twitter: "You you you do what you have to do," and you know there are a lot of players like that with that mentality. It's why we get the some of the stuff with the backstop uh, nonsense. And there's a mentality out there that player is entitled to, to do whatever he wants. If it's for uh, to put food on the table and all that nonsense, and and it's why you have to have rules and they have to be enforced, and and this this lax uh, take on slow play is kind of caught up to the tour. And what I've never understood, House, I I'm sympathetic to the rules officials because they haven't really been empowered by the commissioner. Now Jay Monahan may, if he were if he were feeling proactive today, so far he has not been very. Proactive on slow play. Tim Fincham never saw a single problem with it. Um, in fact, kind of every once in a while implied he got the jollies and all excited when they ran long into 60 minutes and the ratings went up. But um, Jay Monahan could could be bold and put the word out that this is unacceptable and, and the rules staff could be uh, allowed to because remember they're they're a union and they're so they're sort of tour employees, but they're kind of separate, and they really need strong support from the commissioner uh, as the referees of golf, and they don't have it at the moment. So they they are in a tricky spot, and they need that. The other element, though, House, that, that will just probably blow your mind, I'm not sure if we've ever discussed this, but television has never complained about this. CBS, NBC, I've talked about it with with executives and different people. And they they've never really lodged major complaints with the the tours about slow play because they can always just cut to another golfer. Well, yesterday there was nobody else to cut to. There were only three players left on the course, and so that was the other reason it looked so awful. Uh, and of course, you can't cut to commercial right before the guy's going to play a shot. You don't know he's going to take as much time as there is for a, a, a run of commercials. So television needs to speak up. Yeah, I agree with you. You wrote that uh, on on the on your blog post today, 
Uh, and I totally agree with that. Um, and I'm surprised. I'm, I really am shocked to hear that television hasn't intervened before. What I wonder, though, is, is it helpful to the, the – from television's perspective, is it helpful to the golf product – to have it slightly step on, you know, the run up to the, to to the to the Grammys, right? They caught a whole bunch of eyes. You published later later this afternoon today. Incredible um, ratings. Some yeah. of those those numbers. A For lot golf. of that was lead into the Grammys uh, assistance, wasn't it? Uh no. Well, the uh, no the the, the pre numbers on Golf Channel were huge. They were they were up massive amounts, and then the. Actual, remember that that number that they published, the up thirty eight percent kind of thing, is uh, over the course of the entire telecast. So oh, yeah, there might it. have been a, there might have been a, a Grammy boost, but it, the the eye opening number house, the one that's not Grammy related, well, unless somebody watched maybe the opening number and decided to turn the channel, <laughs> um, was the uh, Golf Channel audience during the playoff was the largest audience to ever be watching the Golf Channel. At any point in the history of the channel, it was uh, a one point. Uh, what was it? A uh, let me find it here. I, I have it. It's a, a one point eight six, which translates to you know well over two million, and, uh, and that's pretty incredible. With with on a Sunday night with stuff going on and uh, two players who are not Tiger Woods. And yeah, I'm so, pretty stunned by that. Well, I mean, no part football of it- and. It's right, a beautiful yeah. place to look at. It's all the things that the West Coast swing, why the West Coast swing is strong, you know. It, and it was compelling. Other than JB, it was it was compelling stuff. And, and Norrin is so fun to watch with his wacky pre-shot routine, which I'm dying to ask. It hurts my body. That. It I, does. I, it does. It hurts yeah, me to watch it, that. It's so interesting too because, uh, and I don't want to get on a tangent, but 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 guys are so much more track man driven now, so they're less technique driven like that. Um, and so to see him like seeing a shadow and going over to the shadow and looking at his his tech his swing positions like that is kind of now become retro. Guys don't do that as much with with uh, track man and, and being more into just basic numbers and feel. But um, anyhow, so I think it was a combination of things, and then obviously a tiger bump. Uh, got people watching and uh, just brings a different energy. I mean, the energy house out there at the golf tournament was incredible. And, and that was all tiger. Uh, No offense to the other guys, but it just brings a different feeling. And then Phil made the cut and uh, you know, a lot of everybody, basically the Ricky of note made the cut. So, the energy was strong, and and uh, and I think I mentioned there's no football. Yeah, well, it was a great opportunity for golf to, uh, you know, show it. Show it was really a debut from my perspective because again, we talked about this. The Hawaii tournaments are fine, but they're you know uh, basically late night, and then the event at, at um, up in uh, Palm Springs is is fine, but it's it's kind of yeah. it's it's gimmicky. This is the true debut of the golf season. Yes, we big we, time. we saw. Yeah, exactly. Big yeah. time venue, big time players, big time performances. Um, and, you know, it was really validated with with Day's win. We we said one of the things we were excited about in, in, in the debut show last week was the, you know, arrival on the scene of some guys that were injured last year, you know, in, obviously including Tiger. But Day coming back, if he's at full strength, that's just it really lines up for a hell of a golf season. And God bless. He went out and, and with a sore back, uh, yeah. you know. Carried all the way across the, the the goal line. Yeah, I mean, he just adds one more uh, player in the mix who who can make these things interesting. Who's a star? Who who who's a draw? So I'm I'm uh, I'm always thrilled to to welcome as many big name players playing well as possible, and and again, just be fun. Somebody who is a, a Tiger Woods worshiper to uh, get the chance to to uh, maybe face him down the stretch. Uh, House, do we? Uh, why don't we take a, a quick break and uh, let our producer Isaac Lee um, uh, maybe catch his breath from the breaking news that uh, um, Blake Griffin is leaving his his beloved Clippers, and we can while while we talk about ChromeSoft, he can go look at his deal particulars. Yeah, is it, did um, it really happen, I, Isaac? Lee, happened, are you there? Yeah, it happened. It Isaac, happened like ten minutes ago. Somebody, somebody, get a CPR <laughs> for was, Isaac. <laughs> Get the, yeah, get the, it's get tough. A, I need a drink. Where's the defibrillator? They have those at Ringer, don't they? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm still trying to parse out the details, but I believe the the pick is protected, and that's the biggest part of it. That's really distressing wow. for me. 
Well, you know what, Shaq? We, we don't, we're not worried about protected picks when it comes to the new Chrome Soft golf ball, right, Daddy? No. No, we're not. No, we're not. So, you know, uh, uh, I think, House, an important thing to know about the Chrome Soft, because there is a Chrome Soft and a Chrome Soft X. Alex Noren played with the Chrome Soft X at Torrey Pines. Sergio Garcia won in Singapore with the X. And do you know what the difference is, House? I honestly do not. What is the difference? The Chrome Soft X is a little less soft than the Chrome Soft Chrome Soft. That's it. That's it. Just slight difference this in, makes the, me happy. Uh, in the cover. Yeah, it's nothing nothing too profound. They're both played with the, uh, the super material, graphene, which I know you is one of your favorites. Well, I had the uh, I made the mistake of calling it gangrene last week. I was quickly rem- that's a problem. Uh, corrected. That's, that's not the brand we're looking for here. Here's something that I uh, wonder about. I'll have to at some point, under the right circumstances, get the the a, a higher somebody that's sufficiently high enough up at Callaway, under the right you know after after the proper number of beers to to tell me whether or not the putting green. At the PGA Merchandise Show. It's an enormous green <laughs> with probably, I don't know, 8 to yeah. 10 to 12 different holes. I'm telling you, Shaq, you grab one of the putters off the rack. There's maybe 90 putters all around. They're beautiful. A bunch of the, like, the Toulon new designs and some of the, you know, the, the new material in these putters. But there are a, a, a ton of beautiful Callaway uh, Chrome Soft, uh, both the regular Chrome Soft and the X with this graphene. And I start putting from 10 feet and I'm make and I'm making them and I'm making them and I'm making them. And I probably made eight out of 10 from, from kind of 10 feet. That is not my normal 10 foot kind of experience. I'm more of like a five out of 10, six out of 10 hmm. under, under whatever conditions. And I just wonder, are, is that, is it possible that the greens are grooved? They're it's possible, groove. but I, I find that hard to believe. Come on now. <laughs> it's your beautiful stroke. Yeah, it's wonderful. You want the ball, you want to see the ball go in the hole when you're on the practice well, putting green. And I'm telling true. you, it kept going in the hole. Well, you work on that. I don't know if you're gonna get an answer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think the dual soft fast core was what making made the ball go in the hole so much. But anyway, it's exciting. Chrome Soft is back, new and improved. The soft the Chrome Soft X, the Chrome Soft, uh, it'll be coming in the Truvis, and the, and which is just getting more and more fun. By the way, a lot of Truvis in the Pro Am at Torrey Pines. Very excited. Still waiting for a tour player to put one in into play besides Tom Watson, but we'll we'll, we'll get there. So anyway, wait, wait, hold on. I, we we have a Truvis going into play this week. We do. Wesley Bryan is playing. Oh, right, right, right. Tell me about that. He's he's uh the 16th hole, he's going to be giving some out or something. He's giving some Did out. He's rumors? playing all week long. Hopefully he makes the cut. <laughs> all four rounds he's prepared to play. Uh Cal, I'm not sure whether it's an X or a, re- a regular Chrome Soft emblazoned with his own beloved Taco Bell, the place oh, that nice. he went immediately after his victory out in South Carolina last year. Uh, right to Taco Bell with his his beloved bride Very nice. for an enormous celebratory meal. Am I getting this right? That sounds right. I heard rumors about this. I didn't know that it, I, I we're making it official. It's but on that's the fantastic. internet. I, it, okay, it's, it's on the, it well, then it must be true. Yeah. Not only is it cool, but it also makes me hungry. And I, the people are there's a lot of uh, Twitter responses showing you know the fire hot packages and so forth. I mean that's that's my flavor right on right on top of your straightforward supreme taco. I mean I like ten supremes with twenty packets of fire, and I do two packets of fire per supreme oh. taco. That is. Oh. A meal for a champion, Jeff Shackelford. Wow, that's that's I can't do that. Speaking of a meal for a champion, though, and let me let me get real for a half second. I want to talk about the RX bar. It is a whole food protein bar made with a few simple, clean ingredients, which all serve a purpose. This thing has egg whites for protein, dates to help hold the whole thing together. And delicious nuts for texture, some almonds, some cashew. In the interest of full transparency, the good people at RX Bar list all of the core ingredients right on the front of the package. There's no BS, and I'm not talking about Bill Simmons there. They are perfect <laughs> for breakfast on the go, and this is how I, I enjoy them. I, I already had the salty caramel. I've had the salty caramel and the mixed berry. I was only in the office one day last week, Shaq, and I was mm-hmm. trying to recover from the merchandise show. I like to get a 4 o'clock coffee. 
just to mm. sort of make sure that I have the energy to get through the end of the day and mainly not fall asleep while I'm trying to put yeah. my kid to sleep. I don't, I, my goal always is don't fall asleep before the kid because he's going to bed at 830. Uh, I'm telling you, this RX bar, this especially the salty caramel, was absolutely delicious. A perfect snack, uh, perfectly sized, and it was only a couple hundred calories, so just a little bit of a boost to go along with my iced Americano, which is what I do. Mm. This thing, beyond being a go-to snack that ch- checks off a bunch of nutritional boxes, it also tastes delicious. I don't say that lightly. If I say it tastes delicious, it tastes delicious. I'm recommending the chocolate sea salt. I'm recommending the mixed yeah. berry. I haven't tried the blueberry yet. I'm sure the peanut butter Blueberry's chocolate great. is terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, one? They sell that at Trader Joe's. Blueberry's oh, great. Okay, yeah. good. So that'll be the next one. For 25% yeah. off your first order our Shack House pals, visit rxbar.com slash Shack House and enter promo code Shack House at checkout. 25% off your first order. That's rxbar.com slash Shack House. Promo code Shack House for 25% off your first order. Well done. I just looked up the Wesley Bryan Chrome Sauce house and they're fantastic. I wasn't picturing the... Yeah, I didn't expect the purple, but it is the Taco Bell logo. Yeah, they're sensational. Oh, those are going to be a big hit. Those Live are going to be very Live They're going to be fighting Moss, Jeff Shack. over those. Well, we'll talk about the waste management in a minute. But first, we we have to, of course, do this week's edition of This Week in Tiger Woods. This Week in Tiger Woods. That was bad. Do we have a real audio for that? So it was an incredible week. It was an incredible week. A home run in every way. No pain. Never saw his face twist in agony from uh, any back pain. Never saw him hesitate over a shot, think twice about I mean the and house. He went after a few balls in the rough and and I, I mean they are that rough was it was unreal. I saw Charles Howell III hit one shot out of there. The sound it made for him to advance the ball was incredible. And 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 if if you know that kind of rough with some kukuya underneath there, it's painful. You can really hurt yourself pretty easily. Wrist, arm, elbow, back, and he went after everything. Did not drive the ball well. We're going to uh, give him that. Uh, 17 of 56 fairways is not uh, the stuff of of uh, great ball striking from the tee. But uh, he, House, he only was seven shots out of the playoff, hitting 17 fairways. And then he, he hit 42 greens. Jason Day, your winner, had 49, to put that in perspective. But Tiger's proximity to the hole was 40 feet. Um, and that is just not something that is up to his standards and he knew it. That's that's that was really what irked him more than anything in the the post round press conferences that we uh experienced. And by the way, he was great in those. Uh, answered all the questions, did all the interviews. His disposition was awesome. How he looks sensational. I mean, there're no bags under his eyes. He looks uh you know, he's clean shaven so he looks 10 years younger. He looks 30. Um he slimmed down you know, the more I looked at him as the week went on, I just like he's not all puffed up anymore. He's got a golf body again, and so I, I just I gave the a, the week an A on morning drive today, and I'm I'm sticking with that even though the driving wasn't wasn't so hot. Uh, sensational performance, and 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 I, I and like set yesterday on Sunday, uh, he was out. Uh, Andre Iguodala was out watching, and he when they had the backup, he went and talked to the to him, and he he watched other players. He was he was chatty on the course all week but it wasn't like he wasn't focused he just i think he's just a, a little bit of a different person but uh, i don't think any of it's a, a negative so one, one important takeaway to me um from what you just described he had very rarely had an even lie to play from his stance for for the majority of what felt like all four rounds he was taking uh not necessarily um, universally awkward stances, but they were mostly yeah. uneven stances. Another great way to hurt your back. Yeah, precisely. And this yeah. was the thing. Everybody was keenly attuned. And by everybody, I mean 10 deep at Tory on Thursday out to see the Tigre do his thing. And the great, to everybody's great joy and satisfaction, he took uh, enormous cuts at the ball out of the rough. I yeah. mean, the 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 snippets that you see <laughs> on the Twitters and on the replays and so forth, he was going after the ball without hesitation. He did not show any kind of ill effects afterwards. One of the things you observed when we talked about his pro-am, or maybe you wrote this, uh, 
was his gait, his walking. Is he, you know, how is he? Yeah, it's not, it's never going to look great again. I just, yeah. You just have to ignore that. It's like those baseball scouts who, who refuse to look at certain players when they're not in the batter's box or on the mound. The body language, you know, it's 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 hard to look at. He just walks, takes short steps, and well, he I, the thing that the I, I was struck and by he's that's the fusion. He had the tiger speed though. Like I mean, he he, he had the the tiger fast walk. That was more important to me than yeah, than you know strides. the long gate. That's fine. I mean, you know, he he needs to do whatever is necessary to maintain it. The the one thing I, I want to give us a little pat on the back. We talked about two possible scoring uh, wagers. We we gave out um, you know the staying under oh. seventy four and a half on the high on the high scoring uh, that hit. We gave that out at two units. So if you are a, play, a person that plays a hundred dollars as a bet, if that's a comfortable number for you, that was a two hundred dollar bet that would have returned. I think it was like a nearly even. So you know maybe one, return one eighty. So that would have been a plus one eighty. If you went in that direction, I also we also gave out one unit. Now it might have been a hundred dollars if you, that's the kind of player you are on under sixty nine and a half. And mm. the third round had that number squarely in its sights, oh. and even with the the whiff of of the the five wood that he must have hit into the green, approaching the, the the green on number nine, he still got it up on the green. He had a ten foot putt. For sixty nine, and it blew right by. I had to leave house uh, to go to a basketball game up in L.A. Saturday night, so I I was the only round that I uh, did not see much of, and I was listening on PGA Tour radio in the car, and I I heard the the the, the distance of the tee shot. And I went, yes, he's going to shoot sixty nine. He's going to reach nine and two. He's going to birdie it, and yeah. So there you go. That was too bad. It was that close, but how about that? This this is where he's taken us, right? I'm yeah. thrilled. That's a hundred bucks. I it feel is. like I'm 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 paying it forward. That's a good hundred bucks to put down down payment for Tiger threatening low score and and being way under his. He shot. Seven, there was a guy who who was tweeting at me. Uh, he bet every day seventy two or under. Uh, that guy, mm, um, he did well. Oh, he did well. He was very happy. He was, he wanted to give both, both of us a pat on the back wow. for giving out some good guidance on, on that. And he, he went pretty aggressive at 72 or under every day of the, of the tournament. So congrats to that guy. So I think from here, he'll obviously play Riviera, but my sense is that he's just, I wrote this for my column for golf week. Uh, that's, that's up there now that he's, he's going to play a limited schedule and be a creature of habit. And I'm fine with that. I, it, as much as we'd love him to see him turn up at some new places, it just my sense was that he is really uh, thinking this through now. He's learned his uh, lessons or or um, felt enough pain to realize he, he's at an age where um, if if he, he he can he can grind at home, he can still show up at a tournament, perform, and he just needs to pace himself. So he's going to play Riviera. I bet he plays the Honda near his home and he plays Bay Hill. Uh, I, I just, but I went through this. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. I went through the schedule and I just don't see him adding. I think he'll add something. There'll be one thing he adds unless he just picks up a whole bunch of points and starts getting in some WGCs, but there'll be something he adds to uh, deal with a couple of rules with getting in a certain event every once in a while to, uh, to just mix it up. But I, I think he's going to play a 15 tournament schedule and keep it limited, and and that's fine. It's I don't fine. think there's anything wrong with that. And um, you know, the, you, you, the other thing is, there's so much energy it, it goes into uh, one of his starts for him and all the people around him. And and as he slows down a little bit, uh, he gets a little older. Although you know, again, he looks so much younger and fresher and uh, refreshed. And uh, and I think he was pretty pumped that Andre Iguodala came out and watched. The guy spent his birthday walking uh, Torrey Pines the day after the Celtics game. He played 28 minutes, and he flew down early the next morning. Um, Great birthday. And, Sign me yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and my gosh, Tony Finau was teeing off on six when Andre was sitting there at the third tee, and Tiger came over. And uh, literally, Tony Finau, he's, you know, he's leaned down just a little bit, and, and they're both in Nike. And uh, other than the biceps, you know, Andre still has the uh, – the bicep edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are they are dead ringers. So, uh, but I think that that pumped him up that he came out there 
That's pretty cool to have that. And uh, and we'll have to find out. I guess there's been some some talk between Kerr and Woods about back stuff, which is uh, interesting. Oh, that's I'd cool. Love to have yeah, been a fly well, you're, on the wall you're the those, journalist. Those. Go go do some investigative journalism. Well, you have to understand when we have these sessions with Tiger, it's they're just not the kind where you can. Well, they, we're, 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 skip Tiger. Go to the Warriors. Let's, let's oh, get yeah, something yeah, yeah. Out of the, from the, nah, the hoops angle. Right we know now. hoops people. Yeah. yeah, we do. I grew up. Uh, Steve Curry used to hang out in our neighborhood, so I do have a connection. There we we'll go. To, well, I do want to get him on the Shack House one of these days, but he's a little busy right now, and he's not playing much golf because of the back. I know, I know. poor but, guy. But he loves golf, so we'll we'll we'll, uh, well, we're going to try after they uh, go through another great season. We'll we'll give it a shot. Hey, before we talk about the Waste Management Open, let's hear a word about the Ringer NFL Show here in Super Bowl Week. Hey, it's Bill Simmons, and the Ringer NFL Show has you covered for all your pro football needs. Sunday night, get Michael Lombardi and Tate Frazier's rapid reactions on GM Street. On Tuesdays, the Ringer NFL Show with Robert Mays, Kevin Clark, and regular guest Danny Kelly break down all the biggest angles. On Wednesday, GM Street again. On Thursdays, Clark, Mays, and Danny are back at it again. And on Friday, GM Street's Friday Focus gives you all the insight you need for gambling and everything else. Don't forget about my podcast, too, on Mondays. The BS Podcast, Cousin Sal and I playing Guest Alliance. More importantly, the Ringer NFL Show. Subscribe right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's get to the uh, Waste Management Open yeah. this week. House. Let's get yeah. wasted. Yeah, so uh, last year, you may recall, Ricky Fowler, Hideki Matsuyama went to a playoff, four playoff holes. So uh, we've, we've had two playoffs so far here on the mainland, and will we have another one? They have uh, five of the top seven in the world, uh, 10 of the top 25 in the world are at, at TPC Scottsdale. So we have uh, Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas are making an appearance. Phil Mickelson is in his 29th appearance in what is the uh, originally the Phoenix Open and has had many names since. He's going to break Gene Littler's record on that. Of course, John Rahm is uh, not number one in the world. There were a lot of people shocked to hear that he could have moved to number one. And I really thought he was going to do it last week. And boy, did he, he had a little bit of an implosion. And, um, and uh, so anyhow, he, uh, he uh, kind of rounds out a pretty solid field for that event. And of course they return to TPC Scottsdale and, and where we can study players, little body of work house. Have you uh, got anybody you're excited about this week? Or would you like a couple of my nominations? Yeah, I, I want to hear your nominations first. I can assure you, notwithstanding um, his very good track record there, the only thing that I'm absolutely not doing under any circumstances is touching that dirty dog, J.B. Holmes. He has yeah. a great track record, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I am not putting myself in a position where I, I have to root for him. In fact, I don't know that I can root for him for the rest of the year. So that's it's it's irrational. I'm confessing it up front. Even if nah. you know there are good odds that, that support you know play on JB, nah, I'm out on JB for the season. I don't blame you. Uh, well, I obviously am uh, uh, leaning towards a theme this year in my picks and for my league on uh, the hot hand. And so even though we're going from Torrey Pines, which is ryegrass, a little bit of Kikuya, cool season grasses uh, by the by the coast, although it really didn't feel like we were by the ocean much last week. It was it was warm and dry for the most part. Well, it was a little cool on on Friday uh, at times, or our, our idea of cool. But essentially, it's seaside golf in some ways. And so you go to, to Arizona, uh, overseeded fairways, but uh, Bermuda rough and and different kind of feel on the greens. But I still feel like that the, the good play last week is going to translate. So obviously Tony Finau at thirty five to one is is probably the uh, least exciting price that I would throw out. He had one decent waste management open T six last week. I think you throw out the 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 last day for everybody with those wins. Um, they were just yeah, they're just. Difficult, difficult wins, which reminds me, by the way, Alex Noren on 18. Remember, the Santa Anas were really going at that point, and the wind may have laid down a little bit. That may have been the re reason he blew it over the green, too. Uh, I was a little surprised Fowler didn't pick, uh, pick up on that. But anyway, so those unpredictable wins are hot and dry. Most of the guys aren't used to them. Um, House, I really like, and I've already put him down as my pick for my league. Uh, Keegan Bradley, 66 to 1. He finished fifth last week. Uh, never had a great, great finish at Phoenix, but he has four top 25s. He was grinding last week. I saw him a few times on the range. 
out on the golf course, working on his clubs, really uh, looks like he's bringing a kind of different focus this year and, and uh, going to make, I think, another run at, at being a, a very good player. Obviously, he doesn't mind the event and all the antics that go on there because he, he can get a little twitchy out there, so you never know. No, but he's not sensitive. I like Keegan, and I, I'm i going to throw a little thing. I like to think about um, some of these wagers with a, with a silly narrative, right? I like to um, spice things up. The idea of Keegan Bradley on the leaderboard on the Sunday as his beloved Patriots are going to take the field Ooh, that evening. Well, there is a whole, like, you know, mass hole angle mm. to, to Keegan and the Patriots. Now, if you hate New England, don't don't touch Keegan and go all all in on the Did, on the Eagles money line. There's there's an wait, opportunity wait, wait. to be made. What angle is that again? Which the mass hole angle? The mass hole angle. Yeah. I just wanted to get that on the record that that's what I heard. Oh okay. come on! I went to school up there for four <laughs> years. I'm very very familiar. I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm an authority on the mass hole angle. Uh, you can go anti. That would be you know somebody yeah. like uh, no, like it. Ricky Fowler and the Eagles, or I don't know who who would be a good uh, compliment to go along with the Eagles would be anti mass hole. But you could go yeah. Eagle and uh, Keegan and the Patriots if, if that was your vibe. I love it. Yeah. Um, and let me give you let me give you three more names quickly. Cam Smith tied for twenty last week. He has two ter- two appearances at Phoenix. Nothing thrilling. A T forty two, but I watched him a little bit. Really, really interesting young player. I I uh, feel like he's somebody who's just going to continue to kind of build on what happened at the Zurich last year. Uh, Robert Garrigus, two hundred to one house. Mm. Now I know the putting money down on Robert Garrigus does probably not get the juices flowing for you, but he he was T eight at at uh, Tory. And he did have a tie for 11th in 2013. So if you're just looking for a long shot, something kind of juicy there, he's a great pick. And then uh, Charles Howell III, who yep. finished tied for sixth at Torrey. Yep. He's 45 to one. He had a T6 in 2014 at the Waste Management. Um, really, really interesting player in a lot of different respects. He's he's become a wise uh, veteran, a, a go-to for us writers, for somebody who is a um, – We've we've watched kind of grow up on the tour and and is uh, I th- I think in peak form and and he's uh, really got a lot of perspective on the game. He's a joy joy to talk to. Very bright and funny and 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 watches everything and takes it all in. But 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 out on the golf course, he's playing very well right now. So those are my those are my wasted picks. I like him. I have one more name to throw at you, and I, we also let's do a couple of these props. Let's, yeah, we have golf. some Super Bowl golf hybrid. Yeah. But let me bits, let, yeah. let me throw one more name at you. Um, what odds do you see for Brendan Steele? Uh, let's see. Let me pull that up. I that was that was a name I did uh, scroll past at a certain point. Couple a couple and, things while you're looking them up. Okay. Five for five on made cuts. Three top tens. No finish lower than T twenty six, and a nice finish um at Tory last week i thought yeah 50 to 1 he is a west coast swing guy that, uh, and that's another thing what's there are there there are certain players who just love the west coast swing certain players who love florida and brendan Steele is most definitely a a uh, a king of the west coast swing type of guy all right that, that so that that's a nice we gave out five names there that's pretty strong i think that's a, that would be a good draft kings okay. lineup i don't know if it's yeah. all the way affordable Pricing wise, but um, a couple of those guys are value picks. Brendan Steele and and uh, and Keeg's got to be co- you know value picks there. And Finau can't be at the very tippy top because you have Hideki, you have Spieth, and you have JT is going to consume all those dollars. But anyway, some 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 good thoughts there. I see we have we have four possibilities for these props. What do you like out of these props, Jack? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I would probably start with um, uh, which will be higher. Jordan Spieth's final round score, or uh, uh, Jay Ajay's rushing yards. Okay, and what, what are you playing there? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the rushing yards. Yeah, you you feel feel like Ajay for the Eagles to be in the game at all has yeah. to get to seventy seven between seventy yeah. and seventy five yards, right? Oh yeah, and we, we don't think Jordan Spieth is going to shoot seventy or seventy one or seventy two or seventy. Or not on the last no. day, right? Yeah. Not in, or or eighty. Okay, yeah. that's a good one. I like that one a lot. The one, that, uh, one, one that I liked uh, quite a bit. Now this one um, is a uh, you know presumes that this gentleman is going to make the cut, but yeah. it's it's the Phil Mickelson final round average driving distance. 
up right. against Tom Brady passing yards. Yeah. So, so I, I have a I have ahead. an issue with this though. Here my here's my concern before you you give us your choice. Yeah. So they they measure two things. They measure all drives and then they have two measuring holes. So you need to know oh. what what number they're going to pick because generally it's about a it's 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 quite often a 10 15 Sometimes twenty yard difference between those. Uh, all drives can you, you can have a clunker in there that completely screws up your average uh, during a round. So I think uh, in Phoenix, you know, it's pretty hard to have one that really messes with you. But that's something to keep in mind. So what were you? What, what are you leaning towards between Phil's final round driving distance average and, no, I, and I, uh, I, Tom Brady's passing yards? I know that Phil has gone rogue. Uh, but I feel like with Phil's experience, you just said it 29 rounds at TPC Scottsdale. I have this strong recollection of Phil Mickelson getting around that joint with a three wood. And mm. I think that that is all the yardage that he needs because we know that the rogue three wood is crazy hot. I mean, I hit Got it. The jailbreak. I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, um, overdo it, but there's a decent chance that um, I'm going to be hitting a lot more three wood this year because hmm. I, if I can hit it straight, yeah. Um, but if that if that is if that's the prevailing sentiment, Phil Mickelson with the three wood getting himself around TPC Scottsdale, then that average driving distance is like you know in the in the two eighty to two ninety five range, right? Oh yeah, I and mean, well, it's going to be warm this week, so the ball's really going to be uh, flying. Yeah, you know, they can get some really cold mornings there, and it might still be cool, but there, no frost, none of that nonsense. The forecast is for warm weather. The the, the skimpy outfits will be in uh, record numbers, along right. with the uh, always a record number setting attendance. <laughs> I, I I'm not going to talk Amazing about that always works. any of that, uh, but. Uh, Tom Brady has to throw for over 300 yards for the Patriots to have any kind of chance okay. at wow, all. That is a good so one. I would take Tom Brady over oh. Phil Mickelson because I think Mickelson's going to play a three wood. Oh, okay, that's juicy. Yeah. And did you? All right, all right. Those are those are the two best. Those the, are the uh, two. There's also Phil's final round birdies versus Gronk's uh, total receptions, which is we need we need Phil to make the cut. We need Gronk to play in the game. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that one. The too many ifs for that. A lot one. of ifs there. Yeah, not yeah. not very tantalizing there. So it should be fun. Uh, as always, the wasted uh, management will open. will finish before the Super Bowl, um, and it's a uh, uh, it should be a a fun week down there, especially with the warm weather and a lot of the young players getting uh, the crowds going. So happy viewing uh, house on that front. And uh, anything else you want to uh, cover today? Well, I just we, before we go, we have to to give a quick shout out to our good pals at Callaway, the Rogue X Irons, and I'm talking about mm. the Rogue X Irons because they have yeah, the a radical distance. Tech. Is that what you're? Are you and going I, with the X? Yes, because here, oh, here's okay. why: Light, lightweight okay. and lower lengths, and unapologetically strong lofts. As we move along in age, as we get up there in age. We tweet to take all the benefits of what the, the new age of technology. We're in the 21st century, Shaq. And I'm telling you, the, the X, uh, I mentioned it last week. I'm hitting seven iron. The ball is on is carrying, as far as you know, 180 to 190. That's my carry with the Rogue X. I don't know if there, I don't think there's a record of this wow. anywhere, but we were just looking at a screen and I, mm -hmm. I, maybe I was reading the wrong number, but I'm telling you, it was very hot and very enjoyable. Uh, highly recommend the Callaway Rogue Irons. My personal preference, the X. Distance with feel okay. without sacrificing ball speed. All right. Well, that's good to know. They have the Rogue Standard. They have the Rogue Pro, which have all the same components, the 360 face cup and the uh, uh, the, the urethane uh, microsphere technology and all that, uh, as do, as do the uh, Rogue Women's Irons. But the uh, the difference, as you notice, those the Xs have the... Uh, the super strong lofts, the lighter shaft, the lighter everything, the shallower cavity uh, is in the uh, – well, no, they don't have the shallower cal cavities. I take that back. So they're kind of the super light and super distance driven. So I, I look forward to, to, to seeing you uh, combine that with your, your Chrome Soft and seeing how far you hit that. Uh, and those are all out, I believe, uh, coming out. Oh, they start around February 9th and uh, go from there. Bing, bang, boom. That's it. So CallawayGolf.com. And, of course, you can always uh, read House and I on Twitter, House from D.C. And uh, I met Jeff Shack on Twitter. And, of course, our friends at The Ringer have all sorts of uh, fun content. I'm sure 
that uh, Isaac is is refreshing it right now to see if anybody has put some brilliant thoughts up already on the uh, the big trade. Well, there's a big and, crew uh, down there for the Super Bowl also. I saw Kevin Clark joined the, the ranks nice. of Instagram. Of, He's already Instagramming from the Mall of America, so that's obviously beautiful. anyway. All right, well, it was yeah, and a fantastic week in golf. We uh, we we love these kinds of weeks. Uh, house, we could take a whole bunch more of them. Right, Jack, here on the Shack House, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.